0: Hello. It's Thursday, September the 24th. I'm Steve and welcome to another coaching session in your ear. We're working, tuck things away and then we're going to get going on a little preamble jog. What have we got today? Well, this is the hips special. You'll know that because it said it on the, uh, or something similar on the title of the episode, the hips special. Now I've been across all of my recordings, I talk a lot about hips and the importance of getting high in the hips and it creates length in the leg and power. All those other good things, which I'm going to talk about in a bit more detail in a while. But I'm aware that me talking about getting your hips high can seem quite an abstract concept. Especially because you can't see what I'm doing. I've got no great desire to move into YouTubing. Although I can see there might be a reason to do so with this particular session in mind but we're going to give it a go anyway on the podcast um, yeah, and as I say I'm aware that it's a slightly abstract concept and a couple of people have said to me I don't really get how to do it or what to do so I thought I'd to a hip specific session and it is literally a couple of people you know on the social media when you see someone say people ask me all the time this so I thought I'd do this or hey you guys all keep saying to me you should do this you know, you know it's just a couple of people who've said something. But that's social media. The other favourite of mine in social media, this is a bit of a tangent, but I'll come back to hips in a minute. The other thing people say in social media is limited places. sign up now before it's too late I'll do a bit of that actually but not the limited places bit because you know that's not true either but anyway it's all good grist to the marketing mill so the session today if you're wondering what we're actually going to do It's going to be really similar to some sessions we've done before where we're going to run for a bit and then we're going to stop for a bit and do some exercises. The difference today is that I'm going to give you some specific cues for your running, some specific things to think about and also the exercises are specific to the hips. Hence the hips specific session, and I'm just jogging now to my favourite location for these sessions, which is Epping Foresters CC at Bell Common. Must be the only cricket ground in the world to be built on a tunnel over a motorway. Anyway. So I'm going to jog for a bit, a little bit of preamble, a little bit of chat about hips and what we're trying to do before we get into the session. It's a little soggy underfoot. So I'm jogging through the forest today. Came on, it's the day after we had quite a lot of rain. Beautiful though, sun's shining today. And yesterday was interesting. So, obviously, if you've been following the podcast, and if you know me, you know that I moved house in the early part of lockdown. just after the proper lockdown, that is. And, uh, and so my children have changed schools. And now I live in Loughton in Essex. My children have started going to school. Going to a new school from September, which has been an interesting experience and it's been really good and they cope coped with it very well, considering it's not without its difficulties, but they've coped well. And, obviously they're trying to make new friends. So, I was chatting to, and obviously we try and help that process as much as we can. So I was chatting to one of my youngest new friends yesterday. Yeah, just trying to get to know him a little bit, trying to get to understand, you know, the lay of the land in Loughton, and all that sort of stuff, so I asked him. I said to him, what does your dad do? I already knew that his mum was the primary carer because she's always doing pick up and drop off. And I don't mean that in any sexist way at all. Primary carer, she may not be at home, who knows? But I know that she always does, does pick up and drop off. So, He says, without any blink of irony, he sits upstairs on his computer all day and doesn't come down for lunch or tea. I probed him a little further and said, okay, lots of people do that at the moment, don't they? So what does he actually do? What does the work... He does it, it's computer involved, what is he doing? He goes, I don't know. He says, I don't know. Now, there's loads in that to unpick. In a totally non-judgmental way. But the one thing that's I'm going to unpick today, and it's relevant to our session, of course, is the sitting down all day part. And that's obviously not uncommon in today's world, in a COVID world, where we're sitting at our our desks on Zoom calls and it's meeting after meeting, but from Zoom call to Zoom call, rather than having to get up and move from one meeting room to another or one location to another. But even pre-COVID, Modern human existence is based upon sedentariness. It's based upon seating and trying to make our lives as convenient and simple as they can be. And so we've developed the chair, obviously, we sit. On as many forms of transport as we can. We complain when there's no seats available on a train in a pre-COVID world. We drive in a, obviously in a seated position. That stuff, and we all do it. This is again not a judgment. i was as guilty of sitting at my desk for time as the next man. Poor person. Hey, Hi. yeah. Hi. Morning. Let's bring a sprang Springer, spranial, Springer Spaniel, Springer Spaniel. Took me by surprise there. Um, and this is a point I've been talking about a long time whenever I, I coach, is that sense that we sit a lot we don't use our buttocks, our glutes as well as we could, or our hips as well as we could as a result. In some instances, the way we sit, damages our lower back and our glutes and our hamstrings because it creates length in them for long periods of time as unwelcome. And when I coach and do running assessments and mechanics assessments, it's one of the most common things that I see, and that's people run as if they are sitting sit they their hips are back, their bum is dragging them down and pulling them backwards because their body is so used to their bum being behind them in a seated position. And this is something that the seemingly increasingly esteemed coach, running coach, Shane Benzie talks about in his book that he published very recently called The Lost Art of Running. And in that he compares the sedentary lifestyle of the Western world with the much more active lifestyle of some indigenous groups around the world or even the Kenyans and the way that they see life And he talks about the increasing westernisation of the world being damaging on our, on our normal movement patterns which are to get height in the hips. Remembering that evolutionarily we are designed to run in order to, in order to hunt and protect ourselves. And we're designed to run for long periods of time which requires us to run efficiently. Yet our lifestyles now promote inefficiency. So, with that thought in mind, I just want you to stop for a sec. And we're just going to simulate that experience a little bit. We're going to do that in a standing position, so I've stopped, on a trail, and I'm standing. And I'd like you to do the same. And just stand normally for now, how you would normally stand. And let's just catch ourselves, how are we standing? We're standing tall and upright, we're leaning to one side. And also think about this, when you're standing in a... On a call, maybe these days, or in the past, maybe you're standing in a meeting room or standing on a train. How do you stand? Do you lean to one side? Do you hinge at the hips? And it's rare that people stand in the same position for time. You know, like army style, standing in a row, being told to keep standing there the shouty sergeant major, all that cliched stuff. Uh, but it's interesting because that's when you start to build up these biases so now you're in this position what i'd like to do is just kind of imagine that you're going into a squat so you're sitting back but you're not sitting back very far at all just going back a little bit so hinging at the hips and now as you've done that so your knees might be bent your hips are probably bent you might be leaning forward you might be leaning backwards but you're kind of in that in a standing position but seated, if you get my drift. There's no chair, but you're holding yourself in a sort of seated position. Now, thrust your hips forwards and up and get tall. Get tall at the knees, get tall at the hips. So the hips are now extended. The knees are now extended. Your legs should be straight. You should be standing nice and tall. Your weight is probably on your forefeet rather than on your heels. Your shoulders might even be up. Your chest might be out. And you're looking forwards, and I'm looking forwards into beautiful blue sunshine and some stillness, actually. You can just hear the road in the distance and a few birds, a few autumnal birds. Okay, so we're just gonna do that again. So simulate, go back into that seated hip position, but still standing. And now get up tall, and this tall position, this tall posture is how we want to be when we're running. And often what we do when we run is we, you know, put our shoes on, we lock the door behind us, usually. We don't usually lock it in front of us. Lock the door behind us, and get a GPS signal, and off we go. We don't think, oh, again, I just wanna get my posture sorted before I start running. I'm gonna run tall, I'm not sitting down, I'm gonna get my hips up, and my hips are now up. Nice and tall, and I'm standing as, basically trying to stand as tall as I can be. A bit like a TV presenter, being imperious, holding the screen, holding the stage, be tall at the hips. Now, hopefully you've got something out of that. We're going to go back into our seated position. And in that seated position, I now want you to think about what your knees could possibly do whilst you're running. So your knees in that seated position, how high can your knees get? What's going on with your knees? So bring those knees through a little bit, try lifting them up and down. Imagine what it might be like. And now up into that tall position and now get those knees up and the knees suddenly start coming through much higher. So it's from that tall position that we're effectively able to run more efficiently than if we are in a seated position where it's very, very hard for us to lift our heel lift our knees, to lift our heels, to get our feet up and down off the ground, minimising contact time with the ground. But if we're tall, all of those things are going to be a lot easier for us to achieve. All right, I'm going to carry on jogging. So hopefully you got something out of that. A sense of what we're trying to achieve. So it's trying to push our hips forwards and up thrusting them forwards and up as we run or as we stand and then as we run. And then I just wanted to talk a little bit more about some of the principles that sit behind what we're trying to do. And for this I'd just like you to imagine that you are basically a set of elastic bands holding together a skeletal structure. So your bones are not joined they are joined by elastic bands and it's those elastic bands which are your muscles and your tendons they are the things that allow movement. You don't move your bones bones hold support and strength. It's the muscles that provide the movement. And there are a series of elastic bands. If you think about how an elastic band works, particularly when you're trying to ping it across a room. So you stretch it out, don't you? Stretch out that elastic band as long as, as far as you can to create as much power as you can. And the longer the stretch, the greater that ping will be across the room, the greater the force that you generate, the greater the distance the elastic band will ping, and the, the greater the pain of the person who you ping it at. And we've all done that, haven't we? So let's think of our muscles in exactly the same way, the greater we stretch them through our running cycle, the more force we create, the greater the ping, the further and the faster it propels us forwards. So if we create height in our hips versus sagging at our bottom, what we effectively do is stretch out the elastic bands in our hips, our hamstrings, down to our calves because we've stretched out our, our lower leg from our knee down to our ankle. We're creating length in all of those elastic bands. And then as we release, morning, when our foot comes off the ground, which is the same as pinging that elastic band, That tension we've created propels us forwards. And that all comes from creating height in the hips, which creates length in the legs, which creates that elastic band feeling in your muscles, which creates power as you move forwards. So being able to run faster, or further, can come without necessarily putting more effort in. You know, that sense that we have when we're trying to run a bit faster, that we've got oh, to work harder. And yeah, of course you do, but you can also mitigate some of that by working more efficiently. Morning. Get your hips up, great length in your legs, create an elastic ping in your muscles. Okay, a little bit more jogging. I'm very nearly at Epping Foresters. And this is going to be about half an hour's worth, maybe a little more, of running with some exercises. And everything is going to be designed with those tips in mind. bit uphill that last section (laughs) okay here i am a nice and open up here it's also damp so i'm going to be getting wet because we are going to be on the ground so using a green space is always good for this rather than a road should have said that at the beginning, but I'll put this in the, in the notes, and you know what to do. Okay, so we're gonna get going. So we're gonna run for about a minute or so, and then we're gonna stop. And then we're gonna do some exercises that are designed with our hips in mind, and then we are going to continue the running, and so on. Okay, our time starts now, off we go. You can make the running as easy or as hard as you want. I suggest you work a little bit to try and work the concepts that we're talking about. And in this first section of our running, I just want you to think about running tall, to get up at the hips, get tall at the hips. Lift them up and forwards. And I'm gonna throw a few different cues at you through the session and see things See if any of them work for you as you run. Because different things work for different people. So running tall sometimes doesn't mean anything to anyone. But basically it's like that standing position we were in before. Just run as try and run as tall as you possibly can. You might feel yourself a little bit bouncy. And that's totally cool. Get really tall and hold it there. I'm just going to go into our balance exercises, standing up and forwards and I'm going to hold one leg for 20 seconds, starting now, so I'm on my left leg. Stay tall, that's 10. So the taller you get the harder the balance should be. And hold it there. Well done. And we're going to switch sides. Exactly the same on the other side. Get those hips up as tall as you can. 20 seconds starts now. 5, 10, oh balance is hard, get those hips up. Fifteen. Stand tall, and 20, well done. On we go, a little bit more running, and stay tall. Run tall. Like I say, you might find yourself bouncing, which is fine. The ground's a little bit further away now. Okay, I'm just going to hold it there. Moving into our next exercise, which is going to be some squats. So squats are good for glutes and a good warm-up exercise. But today we're really going to focus on height and thrust. So feet are slightly more than hip-width apart. Your legs are straight, your hips are straight, your shoulders are straight. I'm now sitting back as if I'm sitting back on that chair that isn't there. I'm getting right down as low as I can get. Weight is on my heels, and then I'm coming up with a thrust forwards and up, so I'm getting my hips high as I come up. It's really not a passive movement that's driven by my thighs. It's a thrust from my buttocks as I come up. Elvis Presley style, down and up, we're going to do five or six, good. And on we go, we're going to run tall again. Sorry, I'm a bit sniffly this morning. I haven't got COVID. I've downloaded the app though. I've got the app on my phone. I'm not quite sure what it does yet. But I've allowed it to track stuff. Hey, I'll Okay, we're going to hold it there, and we're going down onto the ground now, so it's a bit damp, but hey-hey, I'm going into side plank, so I'm lying on my side, I'm on my left elbow and my left hip and my left knee and my left ankle are on the ground, my right leg is stacked on top of my left leg and it's not on the ground at all. So I'm gonna raise myself up from the hips and I'm gonna hold this for 20 seconds once I'm up. Okay, so I'm up tall at the hips, off off the ground. So the only thing on the ground now is the outside of my left foot and my left elbow and we're holding for 20, I've started five seconds ago. Really good for the muscles down our sides and into our waist. Okay, good, and we're going to swap sides. So I'm going to roll over onto my right side, exactly the same, and we're going up and holding for 20 from now. Totally lost count of where 20 was on my watch. I'm just going to guess, and we're going to hold it there lift yourself up off the ground and on we go again staying nice and tall for a minute, but it'll do. So we're now going to do some marching, now this is an interesting one to try and describe with audio only. So for this we're going to be walking, we're going to be moving forwards, but we're going to do it a little bit like a marching band, but slowly. So it's like the balance exercise, so I'm going up onto my left foot only, my right knee's in front of me, my thigh is parallel to the ground, I'm then going to raise myself onto my hips. Before moving my body weight forwards, placing my right foot on the ground and lifting my left knee up. Up onto my right toes. Left foot goes down. Right knee comes up onto my left toes. Right foot comes down. Left knee goes up. And vice versa. So we're moving in a slow marching movement. But as we're doing it, as we're going up onto our toes, in particular... We're thinking about lifting ourselves from the hips rather than pushing up from the toes. And if you need to push up from your toes, and that's the one that works for you, that's fine. But ideally you will actually be hiking your hips up as you do this, moving slowly and in a controlled way rather than pushing yourself up on your toes. Because we're trying to work our hips and get them to stay nice and tall. Very subtle distinction, hips rather than toes, but a very important one if you're going to do that drill as effectively as you can. Okay, on we go. Stay nice and tall, think about those nice high hips, if that makes you bouncy then so be it, we'll go with that. Okay, I'm gonna hold it there and we're gonna move back into our balance exercise, something we've done before. So we're gonna stand with our foot flat to the floor, with our so my left foot's flat to the floor, my right knee is raised, my thigh is parallel to the ground, and I'm gonna raise myself up to my tiptoes. But again, this time, try and think about lifting yourself from the hips rather than pushing up from the toes, and we're just gonna try and hold for five, and up, one, two, three, four, five. So we're trying to hold ourselves with a hip as high as we can. Get this hip right up. And on the other side, up. One, two, three, four, five. Just about made it. So we can do the same. We can cheat a little bit now, spot something on the ground. Keep our eyes focused on that, but raise our hips. One, two, three, four, five. And again on the other side, much easier if you're spotting something on the ground. One, two, three, four, five, good. And on we go. So we're gonna move into a second cue now, so we can keep running tall if you want. But also now we're gonna try running with our head up. Too many of us are looking down at the ground when we run. This is something I have to remind myself of a lot. Get our head up. Look forwards, 20, 30 meters up, because that movement itself creates height. So get that head up. Stop looking down. I just did it then. Stop looking down, it crouches you, bends you over, tips you at the hips, sticks your bum out. Stay tall. Okay, we're gonna hold it. hold it there. We're gonna go back into side plank. We're gonna do exactly the same as we did before. This is gonna be a little bit harder So this time. I'm down on my left side, just in the same way as before. And I'm gonna lift myself up, we're gonna do abduction. So we're going to lift up the hips and then I'm gonna raise my right leg up in like a scissors motion and back down to my left one. And we're gonna try and do five, four, five, good. And switch sides. So I'm on my side plank, on my right, My left foot is now going to raise up. My left leg is going to stay straight. So it's going up and down like a scissors. One, it's hard. Two, three, four, five. Hard, but effective. Good. And on we go. Running nice and tall with our head up get looking up. Almost as if... Now, try and think of... You know, imagine you're in a crowd. You know, we don't get to be in crowds these days. But imagine you're in a big crowd at a concert. A festival, maybe. And you're craning your neck. You're trying to look up, up above some taller people to see the stage. Almost be like that. Get your head right up. All as you can. Get some height into your hips. Okay. Stopped a little bit early this time because I had to stop for a bench, which is what I need for this particular exercise. So I'm going to use a bench. Some steps would do the same job. Should probably have warned you, actually. So we'll leave it. We'll leave the steps for a minute or two. You need to find some steps shortly. uh, Or a bench shortly. So I'm going to start now. I'm going to go back onto the ground. Oh, Back onto the ground. I'm lying on my back this time. I'm going to do some glute bridges. So if you've done yoga or pilates, you'll know this well. Lying on your back. Back's implanted into the ground. Imprinted, actually. It's a better word. Uh, my heels are as close to my bum as I can get them, feet are hip width apart and my arms are on the ground, back to my arms are on the ground and I'm going to lift myself up, push myself up from my glutes, from my buttocks into my hips so that my shoulders, my hips and my knees are all in a straight line. And I'm going to hold that there in that tall position and down and I'm going to do six thrust up, so like our squats where we're doing that thrust, it's the same, so it's down, slow, down, slow, and controlled, and then up fast, and hold at the top. Down, slow, and up fast, hold at the top. Down, slow, and up fast, hold at the top, and we'll do one more for luck. I've lost count, down, slow, and up fast again, thrusting motion going on in our hips. Okay, on we go. Run tall, get your head up, be looking up above the crowd. Okay, hold it there. Advance warning, the next one is the one that we're going to involve steps or a bench. Uh, So we're going to go back into balance. This time my foot's going to be flat to the floor. Everything else is the same. So my left foot's flat to the floor, my right leg is up, my thigh is parallel to the ground. But on this time we're going to keep that foot flat to the floor. Hold yourself up with high hips and close your eyes and see how long you can hold for. See if we can do ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven for me, eight, nine, ten, and on the other side, I'm on my right side now, exactly the same, hold yourself high at the hips, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, and ten. Good. On we go. All good work for your hips and your glutes. So we're heading now towards back towards the bench. We're going to do some step ups. So, if you can find one in the next 20 seconds or so. That'll be good. Keep this thing tall, looking up. Okay. And I'm here, so step ups. So I'm standing away from the bench I'm gonna, my standing leg's gonna be my left leg to start with. I'm gonna put my right foot on the bench and then I'm gonna come up onto the bench, staying on my right foot only, lifting my left foot up in the air, so my left knee is now up, so my thigh is parallel to the ground, and back down, back down with my right foot and switch feet. So we're up and down, alternating the feet, lifting our knee. Oh, I forgot to alternate that time. Good coordination exercise. We'll do this for a little while, a few seconds. So we're up, and obviously as we're doing that, we're going up tall and creating height in our hips. Good one to do at the gym, with a bit of weight maybe, if you're into that sort of thing. If not, that we are now, find a bench. Left foot up on the bench, right foot up in the air, knee up in the air, knee up into chest, step up. I don't feel I've explained that brilliantly well, so I'll have another go. So I'm putting my right foot on the bench, my left foot is coming up in the air, my knee is going up as close to my chest as I can get it, as high as I can, and then back down without touching the bench, and then I'll switch feet. Okay, I'll hold that there. I'm gonna do that again in a little while. Okay, now, as we run, I want to ima- you to imagine that you have got a big belt on, perhaps like a sumo wrestler, and there's somebody with a bit of rope attached to that big belt, and they're trying to pull you backwards as you run. And they're trying to pull you from the low down. So they're on the ground, they're trying to pull you down. And you're trying to get away. And the only way you're going to get away is by keeping your hips really tall. So don't let them pull you back. Okay, just going to hold it there. And we're going, going into some more glute bridges, hip bridges, whatever you want to call them. So I'm lying on my back again with my heels up towards my bum, arms on the ground. And this time I'm going to lift myself up at the hips so that my shoulders, hips, and knees are all in a straight line. But I'm now going to extend my right leg. So my ankle is now in the same line and I'm gonna hold that position as I do my bridges. So I'm going down, so it's single leg. So all the weight is on the left side now and extension in the other. So I'm gonna do four of these, exactly the same, down slow and up fast. Good. And switch sides. So single leg hip bridges, down slow. Up fast, that's two, that's three, and that's four, good, roll over, Up onto your feet, and off we go again. imagine you're trying to be someone's trying to pull you back don't let them get up and tall get away Going to hold it there, and we're going to go back onto the ground again. And we're going to do some crams. So I'm lying on my side, exactly the same as with the side plank, but actually, I'm going to stretch out so I'm lying fully on my side rather than lifting myself up on my elbow. I'm going to bring my knee- heels up into my bum, so my knees are now bent at 90 degrees in front of me. And my heels are up close to my bum. And I'm going to do some opening up of the clam. So I'm going to do five or six. I'm on my left side, so it's my right leg. that's going to open up as wide as I can and then close the clam back down so the knees come together again. That's one, that's two. Slow and controlled, that's three, that's four. That's five. Six. I'm gonna do one more. Seven, and then switch sides, roll over. Exactly the same the other side, since now my left knee that's gonna raise and open up. One. Nice and controlled. Two. Three. Four. five, this one's working a little bit more, six, good, do more of those at home if you want, put them into your pilates. Okay, we're moving back up to step up, so find your way to a bench or some steps. Keep running tall, keep your head up. Try and get away from the person that's trying to drag your bum backwards. Okay. Turn up my steps. So step ups, so I'm going to start on my left foot, so my standing foot is my left foot, my right foot is now on the bench, I'm going up with my left foot, knee up into the chest, left foot back down to the ground, switch sides, left foot onto the bench, right knee up into chest, right foot back onto the ground, and switch, and keep doing that. Try and switch each time, sometimes you get forgot. Forget. keep working and get those hips high as you're doing this. Get that, raising that knee with a bit of power, a little bit of force as we're doing it. We all that length. legs. Okay. Good. We'll hold it there. And on we go. Get some height into our hips now. Get nice and tall. Run tall. Look up. Look above the crowd. Get yourself up. Don't let yourself be dragged backwards. And also now. Imagine, perhaps, there's a helium balloon attached to your head. And it's trying to lift you up into the sky. A bit like David Blaine the other week. You we saw that? Flying across the Arizona desert, I think it was. Held up by helium balloons. Okay, hold it there. We're going to do a little internal hip rotation. So we do this sometimes as a warm up, but it's a good exercise in its own right. So we do this from a walking, uh, we do this as we're walking. So I'm going to plant my left foot. My left foot is now stable and on the ground. My right knee is going out towards three o'clock on, as if it's a clock face. I'm going to swing it round to 12 before I put it down on the ground. And I'm going to take a few steps forward. And I'm going to do the same on the left. So the left is going out till nine on the clock face, round till 12 and then down. Out till three and round, so it's rotating the hip internally. So from out to in. Nine o'clock, round to 12. Three o'clock, round to 12. Like we're hurdling a fence sideways. Perhaps there's an electric fence we're trying to get over without getting some bits of our anatomy attacked by voltage. Something like that, anyway. You can tell I had a rural upbringing. Okay, good. On we go. Not long to go now. Three or four minutes, five minutes maybe. A few more exercises, not many to go. Uh, imagine that helium balloon now keeping you really tall. David Blaine like. He was holding onto them rather than having them attached to his head, still. Hips up. Good, I'll hold it there. Uh, We're going now into some single leg squats. So we're gonna stand on one leg, standing on my left leg, and I'm going down into my squat just the same, but my right leg is stretched out in front of me, it's nice and straight, it's off the ground. My left leg is going, my left uh, knee is bending, my hips are going backwards, and then up with a thrust. I'm going to do four of these up with a thrust. Getting some height into our hips as we come up. And working the hips rather than pushing up from the knee. Good. And we're going to do the same on the other side. Well done, on we go. Morning. Okay, nearly there. Keep yourself tall. there, we're going back into side plank, I'm afraid. I'm on my left side, just the same as before. Elbows on the ground, my left elbow's on the ground, my left hip, knee and ankle are on the ground. I'm gonna raise myself up at my hips, so now the only thing on the ground, are my elbow and my foot. And I'm now gonna bring my knee of the upper leg, my right leg, into my chest. So in like a running motion, keeping my hips high, I'm gonna do this five or six times. Good. And switch to the other side. Exactly the same. And we're up. And hips are high. And now my left leg, knee is coming into my chest five or six times. Good. Side plank, knee to chest. Very good. We've got one exercise remaining. So one more little burst of running and then we're done. Get nice and tall. Imagine that helium balloon is picking you up, stopping you being pulled backwards. It's keeping your hips high, getting your head up so you can see the crowd. Running as tall as you possibly can. Be bouncy. I'm just going to hold there (coughs) and we're going to do our last exercise which is some external hip rotation. So we're going to do exactly the same as we did before but the other way around. So I'm going to stand on one leg, standing on my left leg I'm raising my right knee to so that my thigh is parallel to the ground and I'm going to turn, and it's pointing towards 12 o'clock on a clock face, I'm now going to turn it out to three o'clock and back down. I'm going to do exactly the same on the other side. You can walk in between if you want. That makes that movement a little bit easier, which it probably does. So I'm moving my knee up to twelve o'clock, out to nine o'clock and back down. Up to twelve o'clock, out to three o'clock and back down. So we're opening up the hips a bit like we do with our clam. Few more. Good. And we are all done. That is the end of the session. Well done. Good work. So I said as I said at the very beginning of that, all we were trying to do is work on the hips trying to turn that abstract concept of running tall at the hips into something a little bit more meaningful. Uh, If it made a difference as you are running, that's fantastic. If it didn't, some of those exercises, if you can continue to do them consistently, will help you anyway. And of course, one of the things you might find is that it's hard to keep concentrating on holding your hips high and running tall when you're on a normal run perhaps when you're not listening to me rabbiting on, then you slip back into old habits, and that's fine, that's the way life is. The thing to to do, I think, is to trust that if you practice doing this enough, your body will learn to do it without having to be reminded. So it's moving from a conscious thought of keeping your hips high and running tall, or whatever, whichever cue seems to work for you, through to the subconscious doing it automatically and your body knowing what to do. Which happens but it takes time. It takes time and it takes practice. Okay. Very good. Let me know how you get on with that one. I'm interested to see if it helped at all. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining me and I'll speak to you very soon.